Welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swizz. To my left, I got my brodo, Jokesy. Jokesy, how are we doing? Howdy, people. Looking good. Hey, I like the blue lights, by the way. You're gauges. We went for a new look today. I like it. I like it. New look, Joe. And then all the way in the most southern part of Europe, we have the Micah Mom. Micah, how are we doing, brother? Good, brother. How you guys doing? Good. Good to be back, boys. Is Turkey the most southern part? Is yeah. That... It is. Trust me, bro. Yeah, we're below Greece. Below Bulgaria. Below all of Italy. Sorry, my geography is... Dude, Italy's well, like, That's a good question, but I think the bottom of Turkey... It is, it is, but, it is. But I study this. I don't know year. if all of all of Italy is below all of Turkey. Is all of Spain, because you have the Spanish islands that go down to the... Spanish islands do also border Africa, yes. But Turkish is literally in like Africa and Middle East as well. They're by far the most southern part. Yeah, I think we are. Um, and I wouldn't be so cocky about it if I hadn't studied it so much last year. With that being said, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> hey, man, I spent a lot of time and hours in that. You're just over here. I've seen you be pretty confident. I've seen you be pretty confident about some things that. Uh, that's true. But can, I, not can I say for this exact of... case, that's why I'm so confident? Yeah, that's sure. That's fair. That's fair to say. Sure, why not? With that being said, um, I would list. Wednesday night. What was the date, Joe? Eleventh. The eleventh. Your father. The eleventh. Happy, happy, uh, happy birthday, Roger Worsley. I would state happy the eleventh of January for Ada System as a whole, for the boys of Ada System, in terms of international play as a group, the unit, the most successful night we've ever had. What would you guys say about that? Yeah, for sure. In terms of international play. In terms of in terms of volleyball play, how about that? See what like that. Well, you also got to consider no. that. In terms I of volleyball know. play, you winning the national championship is pretty amazing. We were talking about that. Well, before we get into that, we can debate that. Okay. Before we get into that, for everyone to know, Joe and I uh, were so fortunate enough to play Mona volleyball. Just, for just Gage and I. Just yeah, just Gage and I. It's two on six. It's pretty two sick. on six. Um, and in the CEV cup and, uh, we were fortunate to come on top 70, 50 in the fifth, huge upset, probably so far my biggest victory that I've ever had before, in my opinion, um, as a team is unbelievable. They have players, all time greats, such as Bruno, such as Ingepeth, also big names as well as Tobias Crick, the opposite, what's the opposite's name? Lagumza. Lagumza, best, best player in Turkey. As well as their outside, their young outside Rinaldi, um, who's up and coming. He'll be on the national team for a long time to come. So, especially with a with a bunch of frat stars and American and North Americans, not a bad victory in front of a sold out crowd. <laughs> team and frat like, star. Yeah, basically. And then Mike, I want you kind of give a background of what you just accomplished last night and how big that was. Bruno against six Chads. <laughs> Fads, actually. <laughs> Seven Chads, actually. Cup champs. Um, no, we had an amazing game last night. We won in the fifth, 19-17, um, against Xavierce, who's one of the best teams in the Plus Liga right now and is playing really, really well. So that was huge. And then, so now we're, like, because of, if you break it all down, I think we're tied in points, but we're in first in our group uh, for Champions League. And if we play, we play Hebar, who's 
um, in last place in our group, we play them at home next. And Zavierce has to play Berlin. Um, so if we take care of business and do well, if we were to win that game 3-0 or 3-1 at home, then we would be in first in our group, which we would go directly to the quarterfinals uh, of Champions League. So big knife rattle system. With that being said, we are planning to have a guest on the show, but after such eventful and successful night, we had a lot of questions asking about both matches, about kind of what happened. And if there wasn't really a story to tell, there would be, we wouldn't do a whole podcast on it, but there's a lot of nitty gritty details that I think happened in our match, happened in Micah's match that he can kind of break down. Like, do you want to go first? Do you want? No, no, no. I want to hear you about your guys' match. We want to hear about your match. That's no, you, you guys go first. You guys go first. Joe, we got to take turns telling the story because I'm sure I'm going to mess it up at times. Yeah. Well, first of all, just to give you guys a background, um, CV Cup, how it works is every round you have two legs. So it's a home match and a away match. So now we have to go to Modena. We won 3-2. So any win for us, obviously we would go through uh, directly. If we're you know going, it's going to be very difficult going there now because I think coming here, I don't know. We were just this like small German team that they kind of uh, didn't know a whole lot about, and now when we go back down there into their home arena, it's gonna be a little bit different. Uh, I think focus and sense of urgency on uh, there, and like from the start, I don't know. You just, uh, you just always. It's I think it's difficult for those like big big name clubs to just travel to these smaller clubs and. Um, have to play on the road in these smaller towns and stuff. So we have to play them in two weeks. Um, but I don't know. I don't even know where to start. You guys are in Serpent Pass. So what, can I, I can give kind of a quick brief of the Serpent Pass. Okay. So what what happened was, and this is why. So Johnny, how do you, Johnny Giovanni, how do you say his? Uh, Johnny Giovanni, yeah. No, what's, what's the head coach's name again? Just Johnny. People. Johnny. So Johnny's one of the best coaches in the world. Clearly, I am. Very educated about top coach. He in the doesn't world. watch a lot of volleyball. I watch a lot of volleyball. Mm. Yet in modern day, yes, I do. Not as much as Joe or Micah, but I watch a good amount of volleyball. I would say so. I would say no. I would say so. I know a lot of people, and there's a lot of people that watch more volleyball. Anyways, that's fair. That's fair. But so I feel think it's I do. irrelevant. Continue. With that being said, with that being said, um, he used to coach the German national team about what? Three years ago, two years ago, just got the French job this yeah. past summer. So it was before that. Um, so what happened was Lucas Mazza, who was our opposite, he had a lot of. Um, he was coached by him when he was on the German national team, so he knew kind of his coaching style and whatnot. Also, Joe and Lucas play with some of their players. So how it works a lot of time when you have certain pass in the morning, and I forget how this is in college, but in pro, the visiting team goes first, then the home team goes second. So as the home team enters, the visiting team is going away. And that's where you do a lot of meet and greets or if you catch up with old friends or you say what's up, you know, dab each other up, whatever. Joe's chatting with some of the players and whatnot. And they 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 were very I would say when we when we I remember when we came out and uh, there was a particular instance where they're like, Oh, you have this player, you have this player, and you know, I mean they're the second Italian league. Of course they're not gonna worry about a small German team um in the Bundesliga. <laughs> so we go in there. And like, oh, and I meet him, and he's like, oh, he's your brother. I didn't know he was on the team or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, they. I don't think they really scout us that much. And why should <laughs> I mean, they're, they're just they're they're voting at the end of the day, you know. And their coach, and the reason I bring up their coach is because, is because he's kind of a guy, and I like this kind of coaching style of 
he says he's first trick, but he says, as Lucas says, four or five things at the beginning of the match. He's like, just go play volleyball at the end of the day, right? So maybe that is also the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that is their coach's style. They don't really know, like, who they're playing or if it's a smaller club and just go play volleyball. You know, they have world-class players, some of the best of all time. So that makes complete sense why they wouldn't. Um, so from that point, I don't think they really were familiar. There's a, there's a Shaq quote. He's like, he says, um, sorry, big fella. I w I'm sorry I wasn't familiar with the game or something like that. Or <laughs> like, there's a, I forget what that is. But I think that directly applies to the situation. And then, so we go out and we're warming up. Some of the guys maybe aren't warming up as much, you know, you kind of see like, cause you're right next to each other. The game starts, they start their fourth string outside and they start their four string middle and Ingebeth's on the bench. Everyone else is pretty much a starter. Crick, he's been on and off, and he started because he's in the hometown. And we go, we're like, all right, let's go. Here we go. And right from the get-go, I think we kind of took it to him. And then it was about, what, 16, 17 points in when they subbed being a Bethan. We, yeah, it was right about, we were, I think we were up like 17, 13. When yep. We were 18, 14, we were up in the first when he came in. I remember he comes in, subs in, and we all turn to each other. We're like, all right, boys. Time to get real, boys. <laughs> well, get, we we get... got him off the bench. That's mission yeah. number one. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Make like, him right. have to play. Exactly. I was like, let's get some respect, boys. Um, so we're going, and this is when things get spicy, kind of. So things started getting heated. We... Well, yeah, sorry. He was not thrilled. When you're in that situation, you're usually not thrilled to be coming in like – <laughs> yeah, you're like, hoping your guys on, can take care of business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was not planning on playing at all that night, and he, sure. he wasn't warming up as hard. So that added that. into his frustration, I'm sure. Like, yeah, that bit. big time. So he comes in. We're like, all right, we keep steady. We win 19-25 the first set. We're steady. We're all pumped. We're like, okay. Took a step. Like I said, that was step number one. Getting but then step number two. Take the first set. Take a step by step by step. Um, switch sides. By step. By step. Thank you. And um, we switched sides. I remember things now you could see their experience and what comes off as, I don't know, not really. It's gamesmanship. Like, yeah, yeah. Joking can, a, joking can kind of explain this part better than I can. So that was always one thing in Friedrichshafen. Uh, that's the one thing club. you notice. Yeah, that's the old club I used to play for. Guys like Vincic, Marshall, like all these older, more experienced players, even Sturrevold, like. All these older guys, they knew so well how to like control the pace of the match, and you know they would push the ref and complain and slow down the match, and it, and a lot of times when we would play teams, they would do that, and the other young guys would get flustered all the time by that, like that type of stuff, and that's why they do it in general. Like they're trying to they're trying to disrupt the rhythm of the match a little bit. Um, and they were doing it all night last night, mostly uh, Bruno and Gapeth. We're going at it. There was a point where our head coach Inga Pathur just it was just one on one going back and forth. They both got carded because our our coach is uh, uh, he's played in town league for he was the best middle in the world at one point, and he's like the nicest guy, but he can flip a switch. And when you see that switch, my God! And he'd always say when he played, he was always like he told us today. He's like he's always in the middle of, of like the heated battle. He wanted all about it. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. Continue with that. And I, I've always been a guy too that like I don't mind a little <laughs> bit, but I also get frustrated when like our players when my teammates and stuff go after like the wrong guy i'm like all right that's not the guy we need to get going <laughs> like be like be mindful like who you're doing it to you can bet um, ready. You can bet ready to go outside I'll just and say uh 
And our coaches kind of start smiling and laughing, but uh, Irvin was not uh, not smiling at that. He was pretty frustrated at that point. Also, the refs are just making her, her not great calls pretty consistently. There's no challenge system. Um, and the refing was just all over the place, and, and it wasn't consistent. And so they were really frustrated with that. Um, our fans, which I hadn't seen before, started booing. Uh them at certain points of the match uh, because they were just so frustrated with, you know, them kind of slowing the match down and stuff. But that's what I was telling our teams. Like, that's what a lot of these experienced guys, they're really good at that. Is as soon, If they're not, like, in the match, they they have to do something to get some type of energy going, some type of, like, conflict going. And that's what they were trying to create, for sure. Um, But I just felt like our team did such a good job of... Uh, staying composed. Staying composed and, like, just kind of moving on with that and a lot of times our team just kind of like smiles and laughs about it um because our, te- our team also is so young like there's so many first year professional players on our team um guys first time playing european competition there's all these like first definitely first time playing like a match of that caliber or a team of that caliber or that like anything like that um you even look at like in our video session guys are just like ooing and eyeing at like stuff it's like well we're like on the same field like court is them so tonight so let's not be like too caught up in that um and at the end of the day i think i think it was a really good job i, I think that first set allowed us to settle into things and be like, okay like we saw it we know like the speed is definitely a little bit different uh the control and just like the, the height of their attacks yeah especially on the middle and the <laughs> The yeah. middle on the and the opposites are that's just next that's OT some and there's a lot of plays where you're just like that's just OT bounced over us that is what it is brother <laughs> at the end of the day you know um, and just kind of moving on from that but one of the one example that Joe kind of brought up to sports chips like like they make it I, they're fully aware of the name that they have and Modena and individually as well so there's multiple points remember in the third set I remember bad call like said the ref so even when the, so. You make bad calls like the boy who cried wolf. You make bad call, bad call, bad call. You make the right call, but it's maybe a little bit of a tight call. Three or four of their players are coming under the net, kind of, and just they're on, they're surrounding the refs. <laughs> There's like six of them, and 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 if you know anything also about and these players obviously have a lot of garnish a lot of respect and whatnot. You know anything about Italians? They're you know they're very they're very you know this is this is how it is like you're wrong or whatnot. And maybe they were right in that situation. I don't know. Who knows? There was a point. I don't know if it was out of frustration or what it was. One of their players, balls on the ground, kicked the ball with his toe, uh, with his, like, uh, the end of his foot, direct shot to the line to his face. Boom. It was like, it was so hard. Yeah, it was bad. No card or anything either. Yeah, no he card. Went apologized. He went and walked over. I don't know if the a- head judge saw it. The head, oh, the head my I didn't gosh. even see it. But yeah. I, I don't know if it was out of I did not see it. It wasn't on purpose. It was he should not have kicked the ball. Yeah. He kicked it towards that's the line red. ref. And maybe and maybe that's why the line ref maybe gave us some calls that, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she did give us calls. I don't know. I'm just saying that's a joke. Whatever, man. But um so that happened and he went over and apologized. I didn't even see it. But she had like a red mark on her face. I was like I was like, Are you good? Um but then so let's go back to the game by game. So first set we win. Second set, we lose 28-26, and we, like I said— So many chances. Mm-hmm. We One thing, um, it was funny— uh, Which would be like, huge to to for those that, like you were explaining, you have a home leg and an away leg. If you win 3-0 or 3-1, yeah. 
yeah. you get three points. And if you win three, two, you get two and the other team actually gets one point. It's kind of a strange thing that well, it's not we a don't point, do very yeah. often. It's um, more so just like qualification for us because it's for three zero three one we would have just had to win two sets and it would pretty much went over when we go there too right yeah okay okay because it's head-to-head but i guess just explaining to people that the fashion in which you win actually really matters yeah yes so now you guys have to go there and if you just win the game um win two sets it's not enough you have to win the third like instead if you win that set in the second set then you go there and you pull off two sets and you lose you still are through mm-hmm. it's not that you won one and lost one so yes. that it's tied sorry i, I should correct but go ahead no no no, no you're 100 there's the, the thing is we gotta think say we gotta keep in mind that a lot of our audience is <laughs> might not know like champions league and all these rules and kind of like what means what and also we will be we did unfortunately neither mike or us vlog these games but we will be vlogging it in mona uh, we have fana coming out and we'll be kind of taking it through the day so we'll have a vlog there and it'll kind of show you the volleyball palace and whatnot um so we thought we'd get on the pod and tell but with that being said but like there's a lot to unpack here and there's like i said there's maybe people who don't understand the rules and whatnot so that's why sometimes we're bounce off the walls because we're trying to catch you guys up to speed here um but then so second set like i said 2026 for the most part, we're slowing. Like, their big hitters aren't, like, having a huge effect. Just like Joe says, they're making the small plays in, in terms of, like, in the big moments, and that's why they get paid and, yeah, and we a were, lot of money. And if we're just, like, we were not setting the ball out of system well. Mike, no. Micah Christensen actually texted me. He's like, dude, you guys had so many opportunities, and just, like, we just didn't, could not set the ball out of system for some reason. It was just funky, like... But Usually you guys are decent. pretty solid. Yeah, we are. But we also played really good defense, so we had a lot of chances to set out of some balls, and we just didn't make it. It was, so just, it was just a lot of hesitation. Play. Like we, just so everybody knows, like when I play the ball, our uh, like area six kind of goes, and sometimes there's like hesitation. Sometimes like we had other players taking it. Just like a lot of like hesitation in moments, like big moments that if we were to capitalize, I think we pull out that second set. Um, but for us. When we have when we go up two zero a lot, or we, for us, yeah, you're right. It would have been nice to be three zero three one, but as a young team that we are, we need to take whatever we can get at this. I mean, against Modena especially. <laughs> so second set twenty twenty six, we lose. We got down really quick in the second set too, which didn't help. Yeah, especially yeah. So, but like I said, we did we did really well defensively. Somebody went on a service run early. Yeah, I and, think Ingepath. Yeah, he had like two or three aces, his, two overpasses, and it, we went down like big. Early on, a second set, which didn't help. I will say, this is the first as a passer coming from a passer. This is the first time that I've ever had six rotations of guys just absolutely bombing balls down. You know, um, that's the first time I ever experienced that, and it was really cool to uh, pass. And then also, I've never seen a short serve like in a pass before, in terms of that close above the net, and literally, like I'm gonna turn in terms of feet. Two to three feet away from the net. <laughs> like the shortness and the perfection of the curl was, uh, I've never seen anything like that before. I was like that. It, it was and and it, luck not luckily, but it wasn't me who had to pass. It was Jordan a lot of the time. And sometimes, like I said, with those players making those plays, you just got to tip your cap. You got to go for it. You get it. You don't get it. You try and adjust. And um, but it was cool. It was really, really cool to uh, to, to kind of experience and 
you know, you always like to have challenges against world-class players, so it was cool. Um, so that was a neat thing we kind of learned as well. And then we, so we go into the third set. We're, we're still good spirits and whatnot. Go into the third set, and we're fighting, we're fighting, we're fighting, and it goes 28-26 again, right? Yeah, but we have, se- oh. we're up 24-21, 24-22. 24-22. Yeah. We had a couple chances, errors, I think attack errors. Um, and then finally we get advantage. They spike a ball out. Colton calls his own touch. He, like, calls his own touch, and that was with the set over. Like, and they were, like, him. screaming. And This is when they surrounded the ref stand. This is when is all one of the, six of them were, yeah. and the coach were on the floor. I'll be honest, this is one of the most, like, infuriating I, I've ever been in a match. I'm like... We're in competitive sports. Who on earth is calling their own? Stuff? And it say was that, say that luckily he he was the one who closed the match out. We had advantage. He aced uh, the libero for the ma- for the set, and so he was a uh, he made it up. He made it up, uh, and we won the set, <laughs> which is huge. Losing that set would have been. Hey, Colton, if you're listening, we love you. We go we go over the net, and I just go and I look at him like Colton. I use some more. Uh, Harsher language, like don't you ever do that again? I swear. What was that language? If you were to make, it, I want you to try and do it in PG. But try to do it in a PG version. No, I can't. I did it in a PG version. <laughs> I, I used much more harsher words than that, but I was just like, "What are we doing?" And then, in the fourth set, we start off, and it's like, like back and forth a little bit. We're in row one. He goes up. He's one on one with Irvin. Spikes it it's like off the side of his hand. No, they don't call a touch. Of course, nobody's calling touch your own touches. And Colton kind of looked over. He's like, "Dude, be honest, man." I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, bro." We just, like, let's make something clear. Colton played a hell he of played, a no, game. No, no, I, no. I'm saying unbelievable. It, I'm saying it because it's funny. I'm not like yeah, uh, yeah. at this point. It's just like funny to he me. He played unbelievable. But it's just All like around. the circular over talk, like talking about the. So yeah, the, and the, so that comes into play. That comes into play. Now, with that being said, um. Also, I want to kind of go into that really quickly. How much caffeine I took? I took three scoops of um, we call it booster. It's it's pre workout, like about three and a half, four scoops of it throughout the game, which I don't know measurements. A good amount is one scoop. I took four times the the, the doctor prescription. <laughs> There's no prescribed, but so what happened was so for me, I take it because like. If I don't take it at late games, all of a sudden, I don't know why. Everything just kind of gets like, whoa. Everything's in like slow motion. I don't see the ball very well. I'm like, uh-oh, this is not good. Four set. I have two overpasses on Bruno Serge. Serve that are good, but they've been hitting a lot harder balls than I've been handling. And I overpass kill. Of course, they're going to slam right back. So I was a big reason why we lost four set and we lost by seven points. Because before then, we've been, we've been siding out really, really well. Keep the ball on our side, but keeping the ball on our side and really just like popping it up if it's a bomb. Um, so that was my fault. So then I go to Kuga, I go to my trainer, a trainer. I'm like, give me more pre workout. I need two more scoops of it. <laughs> He's like, what? And then he starts handing me like liquid gel. I'm like, no, 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 no. Get the boost. I'm like yelling at him because the crowd's loud. And then he speaks pretty good English. Not the best English. <laughs> so I'm like, get the booster. I'm like, it comes in a can. It's like this. It says booster on it. I see Lisa, who's like our backup. Tra- she's like, she does her game sometimes. She's also a trainer. She's sprinting to the locker room. 
gets it back there. And he's like, he's about to put it in. And I'm just like, all I'm doing is just dumping a bunch of water in the trash can. And I'm like, give me two scoops. And he's just chucking scoops <laughs> into the middle of the fourth. Cause like, I'm starting to feel in the fourth set. I'm like, whoa, I'm starting to feel like, whoa, got it. Like that, like stuff I don't want to be feeling. And then so he's just boom, 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 boom. And I just shake it and it tastes disgusting. So imagine twice the amount of what you're supposed to drink of just pure, just disgusting, chalky water. And I'm just like, and that was like in the middle of the fourth, and then by the fifth, by the fifth set, I'm just wired. I'm like, I'm back, baby. I'm ready to go. I got my super soldier serum. I'm ready to go. So fourth set, that was a big reason. Didn't hold serve, receive, lost it. 18-25. Go in the fifth set. We've been in a situation before where we have the teams. Our biggest thing is we have not been closing in big sets in fifth sets. Berlin 25-27. Got smacked in Freak's often in five when it was sold out crowd couple a week or so back so against the bigger teams you know so then we go into the fifth set and we start out well no Ronaldo I remember served and I think it was to my right but it was out but I play it we set out system good we we get a good swing off we get a decent swing off it and then they play it in the tool Joe yells at me the ball's out I was like frick my bad the ball they served me now this is Probably the hardest, maybe the one of the most gnarliest balls I've ever received in my life. Rinaldi goes, he has a lower toss, but a wicked snap. This guy bombs a ball, a knuckleball at me. This is the first time he sent a knuckleball right at my, like, luckily it was at my stomach, so it was right where my platform was, and I just pop it up. I'm like, oh boy, I don't think I've ever received a ball that fast and that knuckleball y. Luckily, I passed it up. Um, and we side out, but for some reason, I always whenever like there's a big play from and I like do something to help it, I always go for like the crotch. Uh, what's it called? Like the yeah, what do you call that? The chop. Like the crotch chop. You know what I'm saying? So I do. I remember I do like a like a little something something there. You know what I'm saying? Always, it's always my go-to. Cause I don't, I'm like Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands, so I just I just do that. So we go in the fifth set, and then we start out hot. We do well. We're up four eight on the switch. I'm pumping the crowd up. In a PG way, I'm saying, let's go, guys. Come on. Um, the house is rocking at this point. Switch sides. Um, up 8-4. Up 8-4. And they get it back to about 12-10. Yeah. We love it. We, we always, like, make it hard. String, string together. <laughs> Whenever we're up like that, we string together something that <laughs> puts them right back Concoction. in the Somehow. It's, like, a, a different every time. We like to... <laughs> Some beautiful concoctions. We always string something together. <laughs> we always got some of our magic. So we go up 12. Hey, watch and... this. <laughs> see this lead? Oh, see what we just did? Oof. Four points in a row. Some sick stuff. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I got something. It's like 11-11. It's something, I think. No, it's, it, we're, we get up 13-12. And eventually we get up 14-13. Is it tied 14-14? No, they. 14, I think they get up. They, eventually, it goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Eventually, they have match point. Bruno's serving. gets back-to-back serves. Serves down the line. We set a back pick. They have an open net, but they've been digging a bunch of balls. And Ingebet just sticks a hand to the block because he's front row with his, like, I think it was his left hand. And he's right-handed. He's blocking the pick. So he's reaching across his body or whatever, doing something wild. Tool. Point for us. Tied game. We go back. I think... Something happens. Lucas hits down the line or whatever. We get a kill. The last point out. We do double sub. Yon in the front row. Hans in the back row. And that's it. 
Ronaldi. No, opposite. It's blocked. Oh, yeah, we blocked out. Schnitzer blocks the opposite. Now we have match point. Forget who's serving. Someone's serving. No, Cole, uh, Jordan's serving. Float serve over there. They set Ronaldi on the outside. Ronaldi goes good swing off the block to the sideline. Hannes, our backup, our backup setter, goes, plays it. <laughs> Jordan goes for the set. <laughs> Sets it behind the three-meter in our front row. Colin free balls it over, which luckily went in our favor. They pass it perfectly. Ingepeth passes it perfectly. Passes it and just kind of continues walking off the court. Um, and uh, they set the middle. He's been destroying us all game. And he hits it out. 17-15. Esfau Gay. Luna Huna. Will beat Modena. Uh, in the biggest win in the club's history. And a lot of our individual history as is, is, is players. And uh, one of the big, this is my, one of the biggest upsets of the year so far, I would say, um, in terms of the volleyball world, um, if not the, I don't know, put that up to vote. And uh, so then, the house rocking. Some of the Modena players, you know, I'm not gonna name any names. Don't really shake our hands or whatever. You know, they're frustrated and whatnot. We go. There's some altercations after the match, some players, coach, or whatever. I'm not going to get into that. It's not my business to kind of get into that. I'm just going to say that we're on the way out. May or may not have heard some slamming on the wall towards the mode in the locker room. So they were not happy. Um, as, you know, as they should be, <laughs> losing to a, the SVL gay Luna Huna. Um, one of their players is worth more than our entire budget, probably. <laughs> so, um, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, I remember Lucas told me this one time, and it's like, hey, at a certain level, anybody can be anybody. And I think that goes to show. And after the game, uh, a lot of people tagged us for SVAL game, whatever they said, or like, oh, go SVAL game, whatever their comments. And also, Joe got some hate from the Modena fans. Uh, they're tagging us, and they're saying here, the refs, made bad calls or whatever for us, but they made bad calls for both sides at the end of the day, and you got to play volleyball at the end of the day, and that's what it came down to. So when we go there, it's going to be extremely hostile and a must-win situation for both teams. And that is the story of the SVL game with Luna Xavier Che. I played Kadavice last year. But, um, yeah, controversial topic. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, to keep it a little bit shorter, um, we lost the first set. Uh, we didn't play super great, and we had given up kind of a lot of aces. I think we gave up like four, four or five aces in the first set. So I think it's hard to win when you're when you're gonna give up that many aces. Uh, and then, gosh, I actually can't remember the second set, but I think. Hold on, let me think about the second set. I'm guessing we won the second set. Did we not? Well, you need three sets to win, so if there you were need three two sets other to win. Sets, I know we won the fifth. Got you. And we was won the fourth set? as well. Did and you I don't win the think third? we won. I don't think we won. We were down gonna, over two zero. I'm gonna go ahead. So we and won the second won the set. Second. We win the second set. Now I do remember the third set because the third set is when things started getting a lot pretty chippy, and uh, the ref always adds a big part of the chippiness, obviously. Like, yeah. usually it's just Huge a, part, a bad usually. ref. And then everyone's on, like, a whole nother level. Everyone's upset, and then things can kind of 
can kind of blow up to be more than what they would be if you had a like the ref the game was refed really well. But we took a red card on a play that the ref messed up and um really bad and because he messed up so bad our captain was really mad and took a red card and we and it took forever it took like 15 Who, which minutes. one's your captain uh bruno is our captain on the okay. court uh nicholas bruno is an argentinian guy um and he's a receiver for us for those guys that haven't seen um with a lot of experience and so he took a red card and we end up losing that set 25-23, I want to say. And so that red card really costed us. I remember thinking, like, if this guy doesn't blow this call, then we're, we're going to be induced, you know? That wasn't the case, so we lose that one. We come back, and at this point, everyone is gassed. Like, I'm gassed. They're gassed because it's just been a battle. And you can see it on their faces. And we brought in a new middle who brought a lot, a lot more energy. Um and was able to like do a lot of things really well that ended up leading to our our victory. So shout out to Emery Tayas. But um, Namir and me had made comments like, "Man, they're they're gas." So we we knew we were gonna win the fourth set for sure, just from just their look. They couldn't they couldn't jump. They couldn't like they just looked exhausted. We were exhausted too, but we had a good feeling about the fourth, and we were never like in a huge amount of trouble. Um, but we ended up pulling that one off, I think, 25-23. So it was really close, but we, we felt a little bit more confident in that set. And then the fifth set came, and um, we're down. Everyone misses. I think there's probably like 10 miss serves in the first. No way. In the first 12 points. Everyone both sides? Serve, both sides. We No one could hit a serve in. Jeez. And, uh, but we're losing somehow. And it's seven seven, and they take a red card. So now they took a red card, and we switch sides on a red card eight seven. Um, and it was just it took forever. The match was one hundred seventy two minutes. Um, for a lot of people out there, that's pretty damn long. That's like two hours twelve minutes. No, two hours eight minutes shy minutes. of yay, yeah, eight minutes shy of three hours. <laughs> So two UH, hours baby. and fifty-two minutes, um, which is long for five sets. It's still really long. Um, so everyone was gassed. So they take a red card. We go eight-seven, and we play all the way to deuces, all the way up until nineteen seventeen, where we're able to seal it. Uh, and I was talking to Joe about this a little bit about like decision making in deuce sets. I'm sure Joe has a lot of thoughts on, of his own on this, but like. That's when probably it's a little bit easier for a team like you guys because you guys are pretty balanced. And so you're never going to have like a set that you're like, ah, uh, that I should give that to my Namir. You know what I mean? I to should my give Namir. That, like, yeah, I should give that to my Namir. I, I should give I that to I my Namir. Whoever the case may be. You can take a little bit more risk probably. And I've been on teams like that as well where it's like, you can kind of feel confident taking kind of setting anywhere. But when you have a player like Namir, they want the ball, right? And mm -hmm. they want the ball every time that the game's on the line. However, I've played on a lot of teams where that's not necessarily the best choice. And it's a it's like a managing game of that situation. Um, because 
they're going to see four hands, probably pretty solid four hands. And if you're in do sets a lot, eventually that guy is going to not put the ball away. Like it's just a matter of time going up against a super solid block when they know where it's coming. Um, and so it's just a managing game of like which balls you can give to him, which balls you can't. And honestly having the balls to do it because I had like a set or two that he was, he was not happy with me for uh, making a different choice, but yet. What do you say? I've no, 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 it's not. It's not like a saying thing. You can just tell. Uh, Joe even reached out to me and was like, "Dude, I saw did one." Get in your face. Joe can talk oh, it was, about it. It was very evident. What he, did he, he get in your face? Uh, no, no, no. He didn't get in my face, but you can just tell. He just gave me a look that was like, "Dude, Body language." Why did you do that? And I and I was stuck by it. I was like, "Dude, they released you." I said, "I said a thirty-one. It was one on nobody, and the set was too low, and he didn't kill it. But it's the right choice. It might." I could have gone a little higher and he would have destroyed it. But for me, I'm standing by that decision because one too many times I've just given every single ball to the best player and it's not necessarily always the best move. So that's learning a little bit through experience. And I'm sure like a guy like Bruno at his age and how many insanely important matches that he's been in, like has a whole another level of understanding of those moments, but starting to, be in more of those situations and starting to learn a little bit more about decision-making because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing as well. So it's another good game to learn about that kind of stuff where the money's on the line and you have to make some ballsy choices and um, see what pays off and, and how you feel about it, whether it pays off or not. Um, it still might be the right decision. So some stuff like that. That's why That's why those games are exciting to me more than anything else is learning decision-making in what situations where you know you need to side out. I want to hear about this Kovacevic beef. Wait, I, I have a question before you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go uh, before you get into that. What is your opinion on red cards in players or somebody going to the extent of getting a red card? I, I've only received one red card in my life, and I was like 10 years old. Um. And yet I'm pretty expressive. So I think that it's probably over the top. And it's also the difference is that it's a point. A yellow card means yeah. nothing to me. Yeah. Um, and the difference is that it's a point. And in a lot of matches where you're getting red cards, it probably means that it's pretty close. Yeah. And so in two of these sets that we won, 1917, they took a red card. We would have already had lost. And in the third set, we would have been induced. And so red cards, I don't – I'm never a fan of a red card. I really don't like it. I think it's stupid. And you – I'm usually in enough control to, like, know what I'm doing where I just pull back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm never going to be, like, hitting a ball or something like that. But I will be in the rest face and talking to them. Um, and if I take a yellow, then I'll just be like, okay, I'll walk away from the situation. But the the thing about this was, one, there was no yellow. For both situations, it went both directly Direct, right? to red. And, like, wow. their guy did not deserve a red. Nico, I think our guy might have deserved a red. A, a, I think he deserved a yellow. But I also think, which I tried to tell to the ref, um, was, like, you got to understand that your call was so bad that, that that reaction was to a call that we just couldn't believe. And so that red card's on you. And you have to manage that situation and then give it a yellow. 
You don't make a mistake and then give a red card to someone being mad about your mistake, in my opinion. Unless yeah. that action is really gnarly, which it wasn't. I think um, Nico just like spiked the ball into the net, but not really hard and just like like spiked it like that or something, yeah. which I, I think should be should have been a yellow. Um, yeah. But also retrospectively, we both, me and Namir, we had lunch today and we were just like, we, we feel so bad for this ref. Like, not a good position to be in and he was overall a really nice guy and so i hope that he can recover from it and doesn't take it too hard um but a ref's position is a hard position to be in in these situations too oh yeah and as heated as we were i think somewhere along the fourth or fifth set we both realized like oof, this guy's struggling and even after the game he was just like it looked like he had just gotten done with like <laughs> gotten out of the coliseum <laughs> like a thousand years ago Fighting for his life. Fighting for his life. That was the ref last night too for us. He was a, yeah, of course. That guy looked Swedish like he was guy. getting tortured too. Oh, he was, and even as they were walking off, like just berating him. Yeah. Too. Yeah, it's dude. I don't know what would make somebody want to become a referee. Like that's like <laughs> I just do not want to be. It's just not enough reward well, for the risk. Like, what well, is they, the reward and what is the risk? They can be around high-level volleyball if they can't play high-level volleyball, too. Think about that. No, dude, not worth the risk. Dude, that's why a lot of refs, dude, I'm telling you right now. Think about they a lot of— coach. Think about—, think about well, <laughs> Do something else, dude. Or do the scoreboard. Be Stats. a ref that, that does— No, don't be the can't R1, travel internationally. Think about a lot of, like, the basketball refs and a lot of— I know. You hear a lot of these stories. Know. Like, I was never the best player, but I just love the game. I love the game so much. I want to be around high-level volleyball player. Yeah, yeah you're right. Or you're high-level right, X player. I'll take it back. That, Scout, that is correct. weight trainer, makes sense, physio— but it's... Yeah, but that doesn't guarantee trainer. you high Respect level. to them. Respect to them. Referee, you can work your way up to eventually do international matches rather than like, I want to be a trainer. I'm going to go um, San Francisco 49ers. Let's go to the Super Bowl. Let's do, you can't just do that rather than ref. You can actually work your way up because it's a hard job, and I don't know how much competition there is. And you, there's levels to it that you can eventually work at the highest level. But in terms of red card, Micah, I agree yeah. 100% with you. I, that's even worse than like – Watching a free ball drop in the middle of the court because you just literally—they didn't even have to do anything. You just gave him a point. Yeah. Red cards like are for me are inexcusable. Like that, I get really frustrated. Yeah, I, red cards I are really brutal. I can't remember if I've—I can't recall ever being. <laughs> There's some bad situations Dude. with red cards too because you have to rotate. Yeah, you, and you might. Them. Yeah, like there are some situations I've been even more mad because I'm like, really, I don't get to serve because you took a red card and like I've been scoring a lot and this game is really close and now I got to wait another six rotations. Yeah. Their red there was, cards are not was, smart. Don't do them. People out there. I was bringing it. Know your limits and always be in control. Like Joe said, a lot of the higher level guys, they're they're doing it for a reason and they kind of can manage it and try and be more for the most part. Lines. Sorry. There was Mike. one point. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Micah. I, was, I already told Joe the story, and I was laughing. There was one point. There was the guy called a double on the first touch. Colton goes and chases down a ball. It was a high swing from the outside, off our hands, literally to the to the end of where you can go. And there's so much backspin on it, right, that Colton's about to use platform, but then it goes behind him. He's literally at the end of the court, and he sets it. And me and Joe were both right there, and then he calls a whistle. And we're like, what? And then he, he called a double. So I go right up to the ref stand, and – so I run to the ref, and I'm and I'm obviously not the captain, and I'm and I'll put this in PG terms. I said, 
it was the first contact. It was the first contact. And I'm like, I would say I'm about like five to six feet away from the ref stand. Then here, then Joe comes. Joe's our captain, of course. Joe comes. And he's like, Gage, 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 Gage. And grabs me by the chest and pushes me back. Gage, Gage, calm down, calm down, calm down. Then he turns and he goes, it was the first contact. It was the first contact. <laughs> same thing. It's like, Gage, first contact. Same thing. <laughs> Oh man, that was so funny. But the ref stared at me, and then you can see he immediately. Re- he's like, he like it looks like he just had like a total like, dude, kind of brain fart. He replayed it, replayed, yeah, replay. Yeah, they, they were livid. No, he replayed it. He wow. looked at well, me. One like, he stared at me for like five seconds. You could see the, and you could just see like he just like, oh, oh yeah, it was the first contact. And, and then, the, and then. Ingepas yelling at the down ref. The down ref comes over and Ingepas like finally like oh like it's gonna go his way, and then the the the, the up ref after they talk to the down ref kind of kind of a shake said he's like yeah it's a replay and they just even lost <laughs> uniform. <laughs> Dude, Micah, get into the nitty gritty. I want to hear about you and uh, the outside. Um, uh, Kovacevic. I want to hear about the spice. No, there was there wasn't a lot of spice. It's just, um, oh my gosh, this cat man. <laughs> um, no, I don't know what happened. I think he's just one of those players that that feeds off of that energy as well. Um, and at some point he had a spike and just, I had turned around, but I knew that he had stayed and yelled through the net like pretty gnarly, and so he had got he got a warning from the refs, and all I heard was like he started it, he started it, and I was like. Bro, what? Really? Did I? When did I do that? And usually I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? I'm like, uh, at this point I was like, okay, then let's go. And so I, it was just some small like, I think he was frustrated, but I was I wasn't that frustrated with him. I just like would try and show him, serve him short once and get like, get a look or serve his line <laughs> and try and like you know like a little bit of gamesmanship that was going back and forth and then, um, at the end obviously, that was. Just a response of just a lot, 172 minutes. That wasn't like because of what player I what happened. Though? It was just about that we won the match. And I was just so stoked. I went to the bench and um, I guess the camera was right there. I, I didn't see the camera until like the last minute. Um, but I went to the bench and just was fired up. And then, uh, yeah, but no, it was just a little bit of that gamesmanship, like Joe says, that, that guys are doing. And not backing down from a challenge for sure. Um, and so, yeah, we came out on top, which is, it was an insane match. It was probably the most tired I've ever been um, after a volleyball match. It felt like I had just finished like an American football game. Like that's the ever... only, that's the only feeling that I could relate it to. It was like when I would play football. We're going to, we're going to wrap it up here in a second here, but did you like, for me, I stayed up till like six thirty a.m. Obviously, we went out and celebrated as a team. Um, but I drank no, so much I did caffeine not. I that took, night. I took Volterin on an empty stomach, um, and was feeling it. Actually, like during the match, I was like, "Dude, my stomach was destroyed," Dude, and I was almost gonna same. call a timeout and just be like, "I, I'll be right back. Like, I gotta go." And, a timeout. Uh, just I was like back. thinking, like, how long is this deuce gonna go? Because this is, this is ridiculous. Also, I was happy about it ending because of that. So I had that, and <laughs> what then if it, you block and just run to the ref. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, <laughs> like hop over the the ref stand or do like some ridiculous just 
just send it, it out. Uh, no, and then I'm out. And then I stayed home. I made some ramen and went to sleep. I'm trying to usually go to bed in, in game night. I don't get to bed till like four thirty. I'll like lay in bed for like a couple hours, but I can't fall asleep. No, I don't have that. I don't have that deal. I can go to sleep right after. Lucky bugger. With that being said, if you learn anything from this podcast, is be a dog. At the end of the day, as Micah says, don't back down from the challenge. And um, and never don't know. scream at your teammates. And don't scream at your teammates. But I'm gonna cut that part out. So for those okay. of you, it might not have any. It might not have any. Uh, we released a separate clip. How about that? <laughs> okay. Um, with that being said, guys, getting out of the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Out of System. Thank you.